Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 22nd day of January. Welcome. It is so great to be here with you today. So excited to be back here reading the word of the Lord to you and with you. This is uh, our second week together, or my week, second week with you. And um, hope you are having a, a great day as we start our week off together. We will be continuing our story. We are in Genesis 30 through 31. And since it's a new week, we're going to switch to translation. And we will be in the Common English Bible for this week. When Rachel realized that she could bear Jacob no children, Rachel became jealous of her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children. If you don't, I may as well be dead. Jacob was angry at Rachel and said, Do you think I'm God? God alone has kept you from giving birth. She said, Here's my servant Bilhah. Sleep with her, and she will give birth for me. Because of her, I will also have children. So Rachel gave her servant Bilhah to Jacob as his wife, and he slept with her. Bilhah became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Jacob. Rachel said, God has judged in my favor, heard my voice, and given me a son. So she named him Dan. Rachel's servant Bilhah became pregnant again and gave birth to a second son for Jacob. Rachel said, I've competed fiercely with my sister, and now I've won. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah realized that she stopped bearing children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as his wife. Leah's servant Zilpah gave birth to a son for Jacob. And Leah said, What good luck. So she named him Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah gave birth to a second son for Jacob. And Leah said, I'm happy now because women call me happy. So she named him Asher. During the wheat harvest, Reuben found some erotic herbs in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, Give me your son's erotic herbs. Leah replied, Isn't it enough that you've taken my husband? Now you want to take my son's erotic herbs too. Rachel said, For your son's erotic herbs, Jacob may sleep with you tonight. When Jacob came back from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must sleep with me because I have paid for you with my son's erotic herbs. So he slept with her that night. God responded to Leah. She became pregnant and gave birth to a fifth son for Jacob. Leah said, God gave me what I paid for, what I deserved for giving my servant to my husband. So she named him Isachar. Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to a sixth son for Jacob. And she said, God has given me a wonderful gift. Now my husband will honor me since I've borne him six sons. So she named him Zubalin. After this, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, responded to her, and let her conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my shame. She named him Joseph, saying to herself, May the Lord give me another son. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me off so that I can go to my own place in my own country. Give me my wives and children whom I've worked for, and I will go. You know the work I've done for you. Laban said to him, Do me this favor. I've discovered by a divine sign that the Lord has blessed me because of you. So name your price and I will pay it. Jacob said to him, You know how I've worked for you, and how well your livestock has done with me. 
while in my care, what little you had has multiplied a great deal. The Lord blessed you wherever I took your livestock. Now, when will I be able to work for my own household too? Laban said, what will I pay you? Jacob said, don't pay me anything. If you will do this for me, I will take care of your flock again and keep a portion. I'll go through the entire flock today, taking out all the speckled and spotted sheep, all of the black male lambs, and all of the spotted and speckled female goats. That will be my price. I'll be completely honest with you. When you come to check out our agreement, every female goat with me that isn't speckled or spotted, and every male lamb with me that isn't black will be considered stolen. Laban said, All right, let's do it. However, on that very day, Laban took out the striped and spotted male goats and all of the speckled and spotted female goats, and he was some white in it, and all of the black male lambs, and gave them to his sons. He put a three-day trip between himself and Jacob while Jacob was watching the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took new branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees, and he peeled white stripes on them, exposing the branches' white color. He set the branches that he had peeled near the watering troughs so that they were in front of the flock when they drank, because they often mated when they came to drink. When the flock mated in front of the branches, they gave birth to striped, speckled, and spotted young. Jacob sorted out the lambs, turning the flock to face the striped and black ones in Laban's flock, but keeping his flock separate, setting them apart from Laban's flock. Whenever the strongest of the flock mated, Jacob put the branches in front of them, near the watering troughs, so that they mated near the branches. But he didn't put the branches up for the weakest of the flock. So the weakest became Laban's and the strongest Jacob's. The man Jacob became very rich, very rich. He owned large flocks, female and male, servants, camels, and donkeys. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob took everything our father owned, and from it he produced all of its wealth. And Jacob saw that Laban no longer liked him as much as he used to. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your ancestors and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent for Rachel and Leah and summoned them into the field where his flock was. He said to them, I am aware that your father no longer likes me as much as he used to, but my father's God has been with me. You know that I've worked for your father as hard as I could, but your father cheated me and changed my payment ten times, yet God didn't let him harm me. If he said, the speckled ones will be your payment, the whole flock gave birth to speckled young. And if he said, the striped ones will be your payment, the whole flock gave birth to striped young. God took away your father's livestock and gave them to me. When the flocks were mating, I locked up. I looked up and saw in a dream that the male goats that mounted the flock were striped, speckled, and spotted. In the dream, God's messenger said to me, Jacob, and I said, I'm here. He said, look up and watch all the striped, speckled, and spotted male goats mounting the flock. I've seen everything that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a sacred pillar and where you made a solemn promise to me. Now get up and leave this country and go back to the land of your relatives. Rachel and Leah answered him, Is there any share or inheritance left for us in our father's household? Doesn't he think of us as foreigners since he sold us 
and has even used up the payment he received for us. All of the wealth God took from our father belongs to us and our children. Now, do everything God told you to do. So Jacob got up, put his sons and wives on the camels, and set out with all his livestock and all of his possessions that he had acquired in Padan Aram, in order to return to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. Now, while Laban was out shearing his sheep, Rachel stole the household's divine images that belonged to her father. Moreover, Jacob deceived Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban the Armin by not sending word to him that he was leaving. So Jacob and his entire household left. He got up, crossed the river, and set out directly for the mountains of Gilead. Three days later, Laban found out that Jacob had gone. So Laban took his brothers with him, chased Jacob for seven days, and caught up with him in the mountains of Gilead. That night, God appeared to Laban the Aramean in a dream and said, Be careful and don't say anything hastily to Jacob one way or the other. Laban reached Jacob after Jacob had pitched his tent in the mountains. So Laban and his brothers also Laban and his brothers also pitched theirs in the mountains of Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You've deceived me and taken off with my daughters as if they were prisoners of war. Why did you leave secretly, deceiving me and not letting me know? I would have sent you off with a celebration, with songs and tambourines and harps. You didn't even let me kiss my sons and daughters goodbye. Now you've acted like a fool, and I have the power to punish you. However, your father's God told me yesterday, be careful and don't say anything hastily to Jacob one way or the other. You've rushed off now because you missed your father's household so much. But why did you steal my gods? Jacob responded to Laban, I was afraid and convinced myself that you would take your daughters away from me. Whomever you find with your divine images won't live. Identify what I, whatever I have that is yours in front of your brothers and take it. Jacob didn't know that Rachel had stolen them. Laban went to Jacob's tent, Leah's tent, and her two servants' tent, and didn't find them. So he left Leah's tent and went into Rachel's. Now Rachel had taken the divine images and put them into the camel's saddlebag and sat on them. Laban felt around in the whole tent but couldn't find them. Rachel said to her father, Sir, don't be angry with me because I can't get up for you. I'm having my period. He searched but couldn't find the divine images. Jacob was angry and complained to Laban, What have I done wrong? And what's my crime that you've tracked me down like this? You've now felt all through my baggage, and what, do you have, and what have you found from your household's belongings? Put it in front of our relatives and let them decide between us. For these twenty years I've been with you. Female sheep and goats haven't miscarried, and I haven't eaten your flock's rams. When the animals were killed, I didn't bring them to you, but took the loss myself. You demanded compensation from me and any animals poached during the day or night. The dry heat consumed me during the day and the frost at night. I couldn't sleep. I have now spent 20 years in your household. I've worked for 14 years for your two daughters and for six years for your flock, and you changed my pay 10 times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the awesome one of Isaac hadn't been with me, you would have no doubt sent me away without anything. God saw my harsh treatment and my hard work 
and reprimanded you yesterday. Laban responded and told Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks. Everything you see is mine. But what can I do now about my daughters and about their sons? Come, let's make a treaty, you and me, and let's let something be our witness. So Jacob took a stone, set it up as a sacred pillar, and said to his relatives, Gather stones. So they took stones, made a mound, and ate there near the mound. Laban called it Jigar Jalutha, but Jacob called it Yalid. Laban said, This mound is our witness today, and therefore he too named it Yalid. He also named it Mizpah, because he said, The Lord will observe both of us when we are separated from each other. You treat my daughters badly, and if you marry other women, though we aren't there, know that God observed our witness. Laban said to Jacob, Here is the mound, and here is the sacred pillar that I have set up for us. This mound and the sacred pillar are witnesses that I won't travel beyond this mound, and that you won't travel beyond this mound and this pillar to do harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor will keep order between us. So Jacob gave his word in the name of the awesome one of his father Isaac. Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his relatives to a meal. They ate together and spent the night on the mountain. Laban got up early in the morning, kissed his sons and daughters, blessed them, and left to go back to his own place. This is a very interesting story. I feel like we could do some family systems therapy here. I'm not qualified to do that. I did study a semester of it once uh, years ago, but wow, this story is... There's a lot to unpack here, and and really, um, first and foremost, I cannot imagine. I don't know what it's like to have a sister because I don't have a biological one. I have I have sister in laws, um, but not a biological sister. And so I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to have a sister and be married to the same man, but knowing that the man either loves me only or doesn't love me at all and prefers my sister. So that would be very difficult uh and then i don't know what it would be like to have my my sister if if i'm rachel i don't know what it would be like to have a sister have all of these children and me not being able to have any and on the flip side with leah having all these children still not being able to be loved. So we have these two sisters who neither one of them are happy, neither one of them have what they want. And yeah, all of these sons are being birthed. Now, I know very, very little about generational trauma, but could you imagine being one of these sons being born out of despite like you're I'm trying to figure out how this would be related your aunt slash sister mom wife uh your your cousins slash brothers <laughs> uh are all at rivalry and they're they're born into rivalry literally the intention of being created was to spite each other and we have something that feels 
familiar. We have this, um, well, I can't have children, so sleep with my servant. Where, when do we see that? We see that with um, Sarai saying that to Abram and with Hagar. And uh, we see that there's a son born out of, out of that. And so again, just kind of familiarity uh, with, with this story. There's this war and then there's, well, um, how about you just sleep with my servant and that will be my son. And then what's interesting, the erotic herbs, I'm like, okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, fighting over erotic herbs and being like, hey, um, I sold erotic herbs, so you have to sleep with me. What a statement. What a marriage. <laughs> like, what? Sometimes reading stuff in the Bible, I'm like, okay, interesting, interesting. Um, but then moving on forward, we, we see God remembers Rachel. And that's interesting to me. Like, did he forget her beforehand or is he just now aware? Oh, yes, Rachel, I... I see you. I see that you don't have any children. I will give you children. I don't think that he forgot her. Um, but the text says that God remembered. So he remembers Rachel, gives her a son, and she's basically like, great, would love another one. And, um, or, or may the Lord give me another son. And um, doesn't really say anything much more about their sons. Um, God blesses Jacob and Laban. And uh, Jacob has this attitude towards Laban that I feel like is justified, right? He's cheated basically 20 years of his life. Now, I'm 25, so to be cheated 20 years of my life would feel pretty insane. Like, that would feel quite despairing, um, especially 14 years just to have the woman that you love, the person that you love. That's, that's a lot. And then to work within his his flocks and to be cheated and your pay to be changed 10 times that's that's a lot of despair but if you can remember jacob this is the same jacob of a twin of esau who stole his brother's birthright so if we can kind of backtrack up this family line we see that there's kind of always been the deceitful art motive we can go back with um you know even with abram um with his son isaac kind of deceiving him into i mean yes he's obeying the lord but um going up the mountain and the the trauma that that would play on isaac you know my dad almost sacrificed me because the lord said so like that would <laughs> i don't know how you recover from that um but then isaac and um Rebecca, them deceiving, uh, well, sorry, Abraham and, and Sarah deceiving a specific king that I cannot remember his name right now. And then um, Abraham and Rebecca, or not Abraham and Rebecca, oh my goodness, uh, Isaac, Rebecca, um, deceiving that same king. And again, just this kind of deceitfulness. And then Rebecca kind of playing favoritism with their two sons, kind of deceive, deceiving Isaac. And then we have Jacob and Esau. And Jacob deceives Esau. Now Jacob has this birthright. And then he's kind of getting what he put out there, you know? And if you just backtrack all of this, you see that 
man, this lineage, like, there's some great things from them. They they do what's, you know, they, they follow the Lord for sure. And just because you follow the Lord doesn't mean that you get it right 100% of the time. You, you definitely have to work through your heart motives and and all that stuff. But um, just to re- reflect back on this family line, we see that deceit and lying and manipulation and conniving kind of run the family and it doesn't really stop here so you we we read all of these sons are born from this place of i'm gonna have the upper hand with my sister so that my husband will love me i'm gonna have the upper hand with my sister so that i can have children and all of these men born into that and we'll see how this story continues on for us but goodness it makes me just so aware of our, like what we're born into that story matters our our family stories matter and so we have generational trauma i mean everybody has it you everybody has something that you want to continue in your family that you're really proud of that you really love and there's some things that you don't i mean i feel like everybody's got a, at least a list of three you know and so i think that um it's a good time to just to, to pray over our our families so Father, I thank you for our family line. I thank you that we come from two different families that came together, two different people and the stories that they brought into their own marriage and then their parenting styles. God, we, whether they really did try their best or they didn't try at all, or they really consulted you or they really didn't consult you at all, Lord, I just pray um, that you would give us your eyes and how you see them and how you saw those situations, Lord that we would seek out healing for the things that we need to dive deeper in and that need longer processing and longer healing and that we would seek out the people who have the tools for that, that you would guide and direct us for that. And Lord, I also just pray that we would have um, grace in our heart, Lord, and forgiveness in our hearts. I know that's tricky and that's tough and that doesn't feel fair, but God, I thank you that you are not asking us to do something that you weren't willing to do and uh, something that you don't do constantly uh, something that you do do constantly. And Lord, I just thank you that we don't have to do it in our own strength. We do not have our own strength to forgive and to bless and to be kind and to love, but it's in your strength and by your hand and by your might that we, we can even have the access to do those things. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would fill us with your grace and your love and your kindness to extend towards those who went before us, whether they are still with us or they've passed. Lord, I pray that there would just be this inner working in our heart where we can seek you above everything else. And God, I just pray that whether we have our own family that we are stewarding and cultivating and creating, um, or we are believing for that and, and toiling that, that soil and that ground. Uh, Lord, I pray that we would be good stewards of what we have and that you would increase our our, our knowledge, our wisdom, um, our grace, our love, our capacities. And Lord, I just pray that we would have an awareness of who you are and your word and that we would carry that. We would have a legacy of knowing you and your word and that we'd be truly a people who desire wisdom and love and kindness and mercy. I just thank you for it. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.
dailyaudiobible.com is our website. That is the place of connection. It's where you can see what is happening here in the community, how to get connected and stay connected. So be sure to check that out. If you have prayer requests and things that we as a community can come alongside of you and pray over you, pray with you, you can call in at 800-583-2164. And uh, if you listen through the app, you can record your prayer requests and send them in here and they get played at the end of every day's podcast. That is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, DAB Chronological, it's Sister A, and just want to tell you that God loves you all, um, and I want to pray especially for Debbie. Debbie called in on the 4th of January, 2023, um, and your prayer just touched my heart so much um, because God really does love you, and even though what sounds like such a hard trial Um, that you're facing um, and going through. I know that there's a testimony to come of it and it will show you new dimensions of God's love. He saved you for a reason. You're still here for a reason. Um, And that baby has you as a mother for a reason. It says in Matthew 5, 5, it says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And your prayer Um, that your prayer request just reminded me so much of Hannah's request in the Old Testament um, where God saw the pureness of heart and the earnest prayer that she laid before him. And so DAB family just joined me in praying that as Debbie has made her intentions known to the Lord and before all of us, Let's just agree that this year, 2023, she will know God's love, that as she, um, as, as that child grows in her, um, she will have a deeper revelation of the love of God. I pray, Debbie, that God sends friends um, and a support group around you. But and I also pray that you um, will use the community that is here to um, lift up prayers, to know that you are never alone. I love you. God bless you, sis. Praying for you always. Bye-bye. Good morning, Absay. This is Tanya calling in from Suffolk. Today is Sunday, January the 15th. Tamika, thank you so much for calling back again. I just love, love, love um, your words of encouragement that you're giving despite of um, what you're going through. I honestly feel in my heart that God is going to really um, continue to bless you tremendously because you are a woman of God, you love God, you love people, and you love to help people. So I once again, I just believe and trust in God that He would do the same for you. But I'm calling in, I'm asking um, for prayer um, on Tuesday. Um, my son, um, his name is Cameron. Um, he's back in school again. I remember telling you guys that last year. Um, he goes to Norfolk State University. And um, we're just um, trusting and believing in God that um, finances is going to work out in his favor for him to continue his studies um, this semester. I'm just trusting and believing in God for that. So I'm just asking you guys um, just to keep him in prayer as well, that um, he will continue to walk the path that God has created for him such a time as this. And in spite of what he's going through, know that God is a deliverer. He just have to continue to hold on. I'm just trusting and believing in him for that. So once again, I ask you guys um, 
just to pray for him um, for finances and that God will continue to keep him and allow him to walk according to the path that God has created. As always, Deb, see you guys. I love you guys and continue to be encouraged. Have a wonderful day. Hey, my special Deb C fam. This is Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Just wanted to give a shout out to all of the new Dab Seers out there all around the global campfire. Welcome. We are so glad you made it here and you are indeed in for the journey of a lifetime. So buckle up, lean back and enjoy the ride. So glad you guys made it. Let me just pray for a couple of dab seers if I can. Father, I come on behalf of Renee, your daughter, who is facing homelessness and in need of shelter and provision. Father, will you please open the floodgates for our sister and allow her to um, find um, all that she needs in shelter as well as to maintain her employment status. God, will you bless your daughter? This is nothing but a small thing to you, God. And we're praying that you would give her what she needs so that she can continue to maintain her livelihood in a safe manner. And we thank you for how you will provide for Renee in Jesus' name. And then Lord, we lift up uh, Susan from South Carolina whose friend's 16-year-old daughter, Grace, has gone miss missing in, a, in a Alaska. Thank you, God, that you see her. You know where she is. We're asking that she would be safe, that she would be found, that she would be brought home intact. And we thank you, God, that you are looking after her and watching over her um, to care for her safety and her well-being. God, let your will be done in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, family. It's Inge from Denmark. Happy New Year, y'all. Uh, I so enjoy starting all over again. It is so amazing. Jill and China, I cannot exp express to you what a gift it was to me when I heard that you were continuing the readings together. You complement each other in the most beautiful way. I treasure and enjoy and never take for granted uh, your voices on my phone, in my head. Um, I thank God for the both of you and for your entire family every single day. Uh, so it's great to be back in, this, in the stories, back in the, in the beginning. And it's also great to hear all of these familiar voices. You know, I get such a feeling of family. Uh, there are also a lot of new voices, new stories, new prayer requests. Welcome everybody to the family. Snuggle in, pour up your coffee, and buckle up because you're in for a whirlwind kind of roller coaster trip. It's going to be amazing. Uh, there are a lot of voices that I miss that, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna randomly name you. I would really love an update. Joy from Mexico. Faithful Mama and Moses, Emmy from Illinois, uh, Diane Olive and Jeff Brown, Vincent, Vinny from Connecticut, where are you? Marla from Albuquerque. I know it's been a few years, but maybe you're back. Um, and Victoria Soldier, and then Cody from Utah. Oh, 
I think of you so often uh, in your situation. Know that you got one sister across the Atlantic Ocean praying for you. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye.